You're listening to another episode of the Dunstan Group's award-winning Brand Builders Podcast, Quarantine Edition. Same great hosts, but with that Zoom meeting sound quality we've all grown to love. Now, here are your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast, powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we have three amazing women here to tell us about an amazing organization called Furnish for Good. We have Leslie Faulkner, Mary Beth Hollett, and Priscilla Chapman. And let's talk a little bit about this organization. Now, we often hear about the struggles of living on the street, whether that's food, shelter, warmth, you know, searching for stable employment, and specifically housing. But one, uh, or once somebody secures a job and they have a place to live, like what's next? Like what else do you need? Think about your own home. Think about what you guys use on a daily basis. You're probably thinking about your home a lot now because you're in it 24 seven. But the reality is there's a lot of things and a lot of necessities that a lot of people probably take for granted. And that's where Furnish for Good comes into, uh, comes into play. Now, Furnish for Good is a Charlotte nonprofit that helps families with these necessities that are hard to come by, you know, after moving off the streets or temporary shelters, uh, into stable living spaces. They can furnish basic items that families can't afford uh, after paying deposits for rent, electricity, and water. And it's really a, a, a newer organization, but one that I think is is really, really important. So we're so excited to have the founders here. Uh, Leslie, Mary Beth, Priscilla, welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to, to learning more about Furnished for Good. Hello. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, I appreciate you. you all joining us and uh, joining us on our new normal for now, hopefully, uh, Zoom podcast platform. Uh, we're excited to have you all, and, and I'm, I'm interested. Tell us about why and how you got established in Charlotte and what made you start Furnish for Good. You want me to go? Yeah. Um, we, so we met each other last February, so we had not known each other before. We were introduced by Kathy Izzard. Um, she is a, a, a huge proponent and cheerleader for um, our homeless neighbors in Charlotte. And we were brought together with a group of other people and we um, all kind of had heard about this, um, this place called a nonprofit in Raleigh called the Green Chair Project. And so we were in this circle of 15 people talking about this nonprofit and how we really wanted something like that in Charlotte. And they asked who would be interested in heading something like that up and nobody volunteered. And so we got volunteered kind of. And um, we took about six months maybe to visit other nonprofits and research and look for space. And, um, and then we, and Mary Beth um, and our attorney on our board took off and set us up as a nonprofit, and we moved into our space in October and started going. Where is your space located? So um, it's in a Morning Stars storage unit off of um, College Street on the fifth floor. Perfect. And they are wonderful partners because they took down all the storage units and then made it. A, we have forty, almost four thousand square feet of open space in there. So it's amazing. We have windows and um light and it's a great space for us so it worked how out cool great. is that yeah. very is. cool do, do, i guess it's already built with the large elevators to get furniture up and down yeah and it's like, yeah morningstar has been amazing to work with they're, they're a really great company so furnished for good tell us tell us how it works what your mission is and uh, we'll go from there 
So we our our mission is really to connect well-loved furnishings um, to those in need. And what we've learned in Charlotte is that, and I think Charlotte is a lot, people in Charlotte like to decorate their houses and redecorate, redo. And there's a lot of just really, really amazing furnishings that, you know, um, deserve kind of a second chance um, in someone else's home. And um, we have partnerships with, I believe we're now at 11 agencies and the social workers will bring the clients to our space to pick out their items. And they do purchase the items, it's a point system. Um, and for about 150 to $200, they can furnish their two bedroom apartment um, with everything from pots and pans to silverware to chest of drawers, match, new twin mattresses and bed frames. Um, down to picture frames. It's really cool because they come to our showroom and, and choose what goes in their place. Love that. Tell us a little bit, uh, you know, you think about just furnishings in your house and where you get them from. And maybe if, if people are, are struggling, they might look at like a place like a Goodwill uh, or someplace to shop. One of the things that you guys have done is this isn't just a giveaway. Uh, you guys do charge or families a small fee to allow them to shop for what they need. Why is that important in the process? And, and how does that help people even get more back on their feet in the future? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's a win-win for everyone because um, a lot of our families are, are, are working, but they just are working poor. And, you know, they want to be able to contribute. They don't want a handout, you know, they want to hand up. And um, it's important because they've got some skin in the game too. Um, and it, it, so far so good, it works out well. We have had a lot of families that come in with our agencies that have purchased things and brought, you know, a check with them from their own accounts. So it, it, it works out well. One thing that this is just personally, and, and when I was in college, I remember, and I'm not going to name the organization, but there's a lot of places these days that will sell you on the 0% financing. Come on in. You can own a TV for $14 a month. And I did that in college because we were broke. And I remember <laughs> buying a, a big screen TV for like $1,000. We were spending like $22 a month. By the time we paid that off in three and a half years, we had spent like $2,700, right? Now, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like, what are you doing? But there's a lot of people that maybe don't understand that process. They don't do the math around that. And that's really not helping you. You're paying way too much for an item. So how have you guys not only brought in people to be able to buy it, but you're kind of educating them and it's not like a gimmick. You're like you're here to really help them, but you don't just want to give it away, but you're also not getting them in the door saying, look how cheap this is. We'll help you out. When in reality, you're putting them deeper into a hole that they probably already are in. Mm -hmm. And the other part I, I have not mentioned yet, but we have an amazing partnership with a moving company in Charlotte um, called Mover, M-O-O-V-R. And Patrick Connolly is the owner of that company. And what's really, really cool about what we're doing is in, in the perfect world before the virus, our clients would come to our showroom, choose their furnishings, go grab, you know, a quick lunch, and then our movers pick the items up and move them in that exact day. And 
now that we're doing these virtual visits, it's, it's basically the same thing. Like today, the movers picked up the items for this single mom at 10 o'clock and moved, to, she'll be moved in by 1230 today. Wow. So if you, if you think about, you know, the, how expensive moving is and the wait times, you know, we hope to be, be able to do this, do it well and do it so that people can be moved in that same day. Wow, same day. I'm going sorry. back to, um, um, Brian, going back to what you were asking to, um, so the partners that we have, um, several of them work for, for years with their clients and they, um, so this is something that's budgeted into their, what they're trying to save and they'll save that money before they come to us. And then they also have already um, like chosen an idea of what they need and know based on that point system, how much they're going to be spending and how much they need. So let's say they made a, an agreement with their um, social worker that to pay half, they'll know what they have to bring. We've even had people say, um, I needed to use that money for something else. So I'm going to have to put it off for another week or so. Um, and then when you're talking about the rent to own thing, that was one of our partnering agencies said that happened a few times with appliances because their folks would get in there and do that with the appliances and then, uh, you know, the payment thing and then you know, they would lose those things. So we, um, we've set, we've set prices so that it's very reasonable. It's Mary Beth, you can tell them what the number was, but it's a lot cheaper than going to a Goodwill and trying to get those items at one time. And we also are very picky. Like we have really nice stuff. Good. Yeah. Everybody needs nice stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. what's the process? Where do, you, where do you find this stuff? Yeah. Scott, it's probably your neighbors. Um, we get, <laughs> we are get, I mean, we get calls from all over. We've had wonderful, um, I mean, in the last two weeks, we've had a wonderful partnership with um, a builder who has donated their um, former items that they were using for staging homes. Um, we've had people bring things from their mountain homes when they're, um, when they are redecorating. We have, gosh, y'all, what else we've had? We've had a lot of just really people just going online and finding us and um, friends of ours, um, people downsizing. That's what Mary Beth started. Her idea was the downsizing of her mom. So it's, mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah, and um, we have people emptying storage units too. You yes. know, there's a lot of people out there, but there's a lot of excess out there. So um, we appreciate anything that, you know, if you have anything, we would definitely look at it for sure. But we are picky. <laughs> you mentioned and on, the, oh, go ahead. on the smaller items like towels or pots and pans. I mean, we do have an Amazon wish list that we've put together that's been helpful. Um, and we do, you know, we do small little things like if one of us is having a party with one of our, I had a party over Christmas for my daughter's um, an activity she's involved in. And I said, I'll host it at my house, but y'all need to bring some new towels for us. So we're, you know, we're getting creative with how we collect because a lot of the items, you know, we do skillets are really hard to find and it, we do need sometimes new things. We get to where we do need some new towels. So we, we're getting creative with bringing maybe church groups in to help us and then bringing some donations with them. You mentioned a lot of, um, of ways that social workers can, can bring in people that they're you know, working with, what are the qualifications and maybe what if somebody isn't working with a social worker, but they do have a need? Uh, how do you guys qualify that? And what's kind of the best way for, for people to learn more if, if they do, you know, have this as something that they maybe need, or maybe they know somebody that could, that this could really support? 
Well, that's a good question. Um, we just actually started getting that question from folks that are, because you know, as things changed and folks have lost their homes recently, right. um, we have been getting a few of those questions. Um, a lot of our um, social service agencies work through like two of them or three of them work are from work through certain schools. And um, gosh, I'll, may, Priscilla, did you find well, any that? I would mm -hmm. say when we get, we have gotten a lot of calls lately that'll say, you know, I, I, I need furniture. How can, can I come to your showroom and shop? And, you know, because we work through social workers, the first thing we say is, are you, are you in any way affiliated with any of our 11 partners? Um, and sometimes that helps. And then maybe they can, maybe they're not affiliated with one of our partners. They've got a different connection. Um, but we're working, you know, we're trying, we try to say, it's hard to say no, we can't, but we can maybe send you to one of our agencies and you can get connected that way. Yeah, and when, when our families are working with these agencies, a lot of the agencies are, are working with them in terms of but, you know, teaching them how to budget, um, you know, working with their, um, uh, you know, they're teaching them how to finances and things like that. So it's, they're in a, in, an agency's program that is that is educating them and and you know working with them to get housing and to get them set up so that they they can be successful and that they can pay their rent and and get their child care and things like that so um that's why we like partnering with agencies because they're educating our families also yeah. i love that how many families have you helped so far we've helped uh, served 18 families and basically all those families except for one has been since January 1st. Wow. And we oh, didn't wow. do any in February. So <laughs> yeah, we did. Right. Yeah. So That's we've right. helped over, over 65 people. Um, let's see, 20 are adults and like 25 are kids. So no, that's wrong. My <laughs> math is 45 <laughs> kids. <laughs> Well, and other thing we've spent, you know, it's interesting because we helped a lot of families in January and February, we were thinking like, what's going on? But we spent a lot of our time in February talking to different agencies. We had three agencies in December, partnering agencies, and now we have 11. So, and we have a waiting list for agencies now too. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a balance of too many agencies or not enough agencies. And we're just trying to figure all that out right now. There's such a need, such a yeah. need. And then we've had to be really creative with this COVID-19 thing that, so Leslie had this great idea. Um, we have like in Kelly, Kelly Burkle <laughs> is a um, board member of ours. But anyway, mm -hmm. we had to get really creative with this and they were like, you know, why don't we do this virtual shopping experience? So we take photos of all of our, our um, items. Priscilla puts together all, a brochure of all of our items so you know we maybe have like six couches on there six dining tables um six chairs six desks bookcases all these things and that uh, our families can pick from and then so they still get a choice in picking their items and um and that's one thing that our families don't have you know they most of the time they've been given whatever has been available but now, you know, with our showroom, they come in and, um, and get, be able to choose exactly what they want. So um, we do have this virtual shopping experience now, and um, it's worked out really well. 
What does that feel like um, being a part of this when a family now is not necessarily just donated something that they will have to have a couch, but it's really something that they can be proud of, right? That, that they get to kind of design their house. And if you think about a house, it has to mean like home to you. And, and I know that's got to be difficult when you're just throwing in random furniture and things because they're, well, I needed to get this and that. I mean, I lived in a college house. I know what that looks like didn't really feel like a home like it does today where you walk in and, and you've gotten to kind of design it and you've gotten to, to lay it out. So having those options, I would just love to hear from you guys. What, what has that experience been like working with these families and how is that, you know, kind of looking at somebody's face from just walking in, getting excited, finding things they love and then getting it in their home. What does that meant to you guys? So one of the, it's funny when we said storage unit or storage building, we have, um, when you come into our storage building, it is set up like a furniture showroom. And we, I remember um, that one mom, remember y'all, mm. she came in and like, we opened up our roll up door and um, just tears because she was like, I didn't know this is what it was going to be like. And that you could go around and she could pick this, you know, the things that she, that she knew that she would be proud because she had adult kids and she'd be proud for them to come or bring friends or that kind of thing. And um, I think Mary Beth's had a few um, times where it was the setting up of the beds. Remember that one family that had the children with the bunk beds and, um, and they made everything up and, oh, and there was another time you set the, y'all set the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was a, our, a, a participant from for, um, Fashion and Compassion and she said, I'll read, uh, I just pulled this up. She said, I cannot say enough thank yous for today. I was so nervous about feeling like a charity case, but I felt the complete opposite. I felt welcomed, loved, and appreciated. What you do, what your group do, what your group is doing is amazing. And I think that's what we, when we meet with these families, it's it's such a warm, fun, happy moment that the fa first family we had was from Afghanistan and spoke no English, and um, they had gotten their furniture from. I think that was it the dumpster right beside yeah. the yeah. previous furniture. They mm -hmm. spoke no English. And when we, the three of us left, I th actually there were five of us, all of our board was there minus one. They were, had tears in their eyes and they could just, all they could say was, thank you. Thank you. And you could just yeah. feel their home was so warm and their, their daughter that was there was just so happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, you know, your website says uh, these families are transitioning out of homelessness, poverty, and other dire circumstances. Um, and then you all are providing really cool furniture and other, uh, you know, other basics that we all take for granted that all of a sudden they, they have these things and can feel like uh, some normalcy in their lives. That, that is so amazing. How did you all discover the need for this? we discover the need for this well yeah. go ahead Mary Beth no you, yeah Leslie you you have had this on your on your brain for the last year and a half <laughs> I have it would keep me up at night um so short as short as I can be my girlfriend Jennifer's husband works for the food bank in Raleigh and across the street from the food bank in Raleigh is the green chair project and she knew how much I love furniture and the volunteering and and so she told me about it. So I looked it up. Then we met Kathy Izzard and the whole thing came about um, that way. And, you know, we just knew that, oops, sorry. Once we, um, 
once we uh, saw, once we visited the Green Chair Project and we saw that how their mission worked and the, the things that we thought were so important were of choice and the way it makes people feel, that was their biggest thing. It made their clients feel like they were important and we wanted to share that same kind of feeling here. It just, there, Phil said it earlier, there is so much need here. So um, we just knew that, that we could do this here and, and do it well. That's our whole goal, doing it well. I love that. You, I, uh, I'm on your, your uh, Instagram right now. Anybody listening, please go check it out. Follow them on social media. Uh, it's Furnished for Good Org. And it's amazing. You will see pictures of their showroom. But ultimately, you'll see pictures of the families that they've helped. And you even might see Buddy the Elf and some of the people um, who's made appearances, which is hilarious. And I love Buddy the Elf, but they have a full life-size Buddy the Elf there. How does that not make you feel excited about being oh. um, So I love what you guys have done on social media. I really do challenge anybody to go check that out. And, uh, and, and what you just said, I saw the view out of your top floor. Like, yeah. that's incredible. I know. Like, that's probably, no wonder people walk into that and they're like, wow, like this is really cool. So cheers to you guys for being able to connect the dots with companies, with other organizations, taking people that you know, taking the Charlotte community and connecting that. And on that basis, I want to roll into, you know, the challenges that nonprofits run into, uh, specifically in the Charlotte area and what you guys need from organizations, from the community, et cetera. Mm. One of the things that Scott and I love the most about doing this Brand Builders podcast is bringing on nonprofits and hearing from people and how passionate they are about something that maybe we don't even know about. Um, and ultimately, I think there's people that listen to our podcast that might not know about it. But one thing we really want to challenge not only our listeners, but the companies in the community is how can we continue to support this? And how can you be passionate about something and find that one thing that that you really love? So number one, what are some of the challenges you guys are running into from a nonprofit standpoint? And how can people that are listening to this serve you? So our biggest need um, is we are trying to uh, partner with a, ma a manufacturer of mattresses. So our major costs are uh, providing bed frames and twin mattresses um, to these families because we not only, every, every body in that house needs a bed to sleep on because that is so important for their mental health and um, just their success in school and in their jobs. So we need to find ideally a bed in a box mattress company to help us, you know, provide mattresses for every single person in the family. That's awesome. If anybody knows that, I mean, I, my mattress that I have came in a box, you know, it's yeah. a real deal. Uh, and I love it. Me and my wife love it. So there's a lot of companies that are popping up there. If you know somebody, if you're connected to them, if you have any idea of, of how we can connect those dots, I would absolutely love that. Uh, for you guys, and we'll do everything we can to uh, to find um, you know some people that can do that. Um, what are some other things that you guys need? Dressers. We need dressers. Dressers. <laughs> dressers are like yeah. gold. <laughs> See, and really, we we limit our clients to two dressers per um, visit, and so you know. Dressers are really, really hard to find. And when we get them, they're beautiful and they're nice. But that and couches seem to be the two biggest items we need right now. Yeah. And, you know, you can always visit our website and make a cash contribution, a donation. 
that can help us purchase the beds that we are purchasing right now. So with this right now, everybody, I mean, my house, like Goodwill's closed, a lot of donation places are closed, but guess what? Everybody's in their home and they're either going through every room and figuring out what they don't need, probably redesigning things. Are you guys taking donations now? How can people that are at home right now thinking, hey, I have a couple dressers right in my room right here that I don't really need. How can we get them in touch with that and how can that process start? So on our website, um, they can go there for information to contact me about donations and then I can walk them through it. But um, what we've done is we've decided to, if we're accepting donations right now, we're doing it only through our mover. Um, okay. And it's an easy process to set him up, but he has all of his um, safety procedures. Uh, he has all of that um, in hand. He can you know, he has all that lined up. So he, and then he also has a place that he can store it until we need it. So we're not having to touch anything, right? It's, you know, it limited the, limits the number of people that are touching it. And then we will have it ready when we're, when we need it to use. So right now the um, furnishforgood.org right? um, is, is where you go look for information. <laughs> Do you guys work right. with, do you guys work with any uh, junk removal companies or like a company like a uh, junk luggers um, that potentially yeah. looks okay I was just curious because we we've worked with them and I was like that would be a great spot that people are like I don't need that I'll throw it away and it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. that's like a brand new dresser I got a good spot for it. yeah Ryan is a great guy with junk luggers saw him awesome. last week so um, yes we he's a good person to know and he has let us know um, when he has some things available. Awesome. Well, I picked the right company then. I was yeah, like, good job. <laughs> and let me tell you, I have to, I have to really uh, pat Leslie on the back because she will find any, I mean, she just will find resources. If we're out of dressers, we'll blink and she'll be like, I ran to Blank of Blank and I just found three dressers and they just appear. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's kind of crazy how we met, we did, the three of us didn't know each other last year and how different we are and how, a different friends, different age groups, totally different. And we each have our strengths. Thank you. And Leslie's the one <laughs> that I like to dump stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not with our stuff. No. So you guys are, are in kind of the beginning stages um, yeah. of, of where I'm sure you guys want to go. Tell us a little bit about, you know, where this nonprofit is going and, and where do you guys see this organization three, five, ten years down the road? Well, we hope to be out of, out of Morningstar Storage Unit and in our own building, maybe. We would love to have our own space and um, we would love to have a truck where we're in charge of picking up and picking, actually picking up donations, you know, with our own truck at some point and delivering with our own truck at some point. So... We'd That's also a, love to have a paid executive director at some point, too. <laughs> we, are all, we have a, three co-founders and three more board members. And when I say working board, they work there. We all do. I mean, uh, every one of us and Kitty Bray and Kelly Burkholder and Jeannie Schur work, 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 volunteer, major, major volunteer hours to make this happen. Yeah, that's probably a good thing because um, if we were getting paid, we'd have to lay ourselves off, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's well, one thing. We don't have overhead like that. 
Yeah, and I know the nonprofits, I mean, we, we support a lot of them um, through a lot of different things, whether it's in the branding aspect, whether it's being involved, whether it's connecting the dots. And we know that that entire community is struggling right now. And, you know, it's people like yourselves that donate their time and do it just because you want to help and you have a passion around that. And I think that's what, what I love to hear and what makes Charlotte so special is that there's so many people out there that do that. And I can't wait to follow you know, the journey of, of where you guys are going. I think it'll be really fascinating. Um, before we do let you go, I know we've mentioned it a couple different times, but what is the best way for people to get in touch with you guys um, if they are looking to donate, if there's somebody that's looking for needs, what's the best way and the best contact information to get in touch with you guys? Um, definitely on our website and there's a number there um, that actually reaches Priscilla and me so we can um, figure out what the needs are and then and make the phone calls and then uh, as far as the donations there is information about what we do and do not accept on the website as well as the email and um, information to get to to me for um, arranging those pickups. And our phone number is 704-445-6838 but the website is a great place to start. And it's furnishforgood.org. Thanks. <laughs> and I just saw it's, I just saw that um, I just pulled it off our website and our we were on um, WCNC News. There's a great video on there that really shows our space, and it is on our website now, ladies. Yeah. Thanks, awesome. thanks to yeah. Awesome, okay. we'll check that out. Well, yeah. your Instagram looks really, really good. I mean, whoever's doing the layout, Priscilla? the furniture, in the space, it's beautiful. It looks like a a high-end showroom. Oh, no. I mean, it, it's really, really cool. I, I would encourage everyone to go check that out. When we and, are, uh, yeah, and then when we're back open, we love to have when people are, when we're accepting donations there, it's awesome for people to come because they really can see what we're doing. So when we open back up to the public one day, yeah. um, we will yeah. have people come in. That's so yeah, cool. a heck of a view, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. That is know, awesome. We're, we're really proud to know you and very thankful for what you're doing for our community. And I apologize, my dog just started barking. That's okay. The joys of working from home. That's right. That's uh, all right. I've got my 11 year old. She's sitting here beside me on the, she's got an ear pod, air pod in listening. So I'm just okay. glad she's oh, not cool. talking or barking. Welcome. <laughs> she, it, it's, you guys just, hey, there we go. We got the youngest. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Alex. Thank you guys so much for, for joining us. You know, we want to use this platform to be able to share the good of Charlotte and share the good of our community. And you three are prime examples of that. Um, I love that you guys came from completely different backgrounds and found something that you're all passionate about. And I think that's really neat to utilize people that come from different age groups, different social backgrounds, whatever it really is, to really combine and make something that's super powerful and something that can be super powerful and really good for our for our community. So I think you guys are just getting started. If you are listening, please like, share, comment. If you're a company that's interested in getting involved, you can reach out to me or Scott. You can reach out to them directly. We would love to be able to connect those dots. And I think this is something that everybody needs. And, and imagine if you didn't have a bed. Imagine if you didn't have furniture. Or imagine if you had furniture that maybe you weren't even proud of or furniture that, that really didn't represent who you were as a person. That's got to be difficult. And I think this is a great organization that can support that. So cheers to you, ladies. I, I, I think it's amazing. I love this community and having people just like you in it 
it's it's a place that I can't wait to raise my kids in, uh, and, and hopefully they are as compassionate as you guys are. Thank you. Wow. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So we will, uh, we will continue to, to spread the message of this. Uh, on behalf of Scott and I, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, you have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. Great. Thank you all. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.